When it comes to family vacations, there are a million different trips you can take. You can get your own trip to Texas. Or if you prefer a vacation from your family, you can always get your own leave the kids with grandma trip to Texas. So go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. Google defines a companion as someone with whom one spends a lot of time or with whom one travels. So, when picking a companion to skip out for the weekend, it's ideal that said acquaintance shares your motives and agenda. Now, whether that companion is a romantic partner, a close friend, or a family member, you have to be very particular about who you take with you to ensure you have the best time possible. After all, the summer doesn't last forever, and these weekend getaways are valuable. So, before you book that trip with that lucky someone, check out my top three quick and dirty tips for avoiding these three terrible kinds of travel companions. Tip number one, the person who is always late. I've said this a million times in my Modern Manners Guide tenure, but one of the single biggest examples of an unmannerly person is when they are constantly late. Late once or twice, I'll accept that things come up, but always being late? That's on purpose and is insanely rude. After all, there is not one person on the planet who can claim, quote, just bad luck when it comes to being late. Chronically late, that is. And as much as a vacation should be a time when you're not operating on any particular schedule, that does not mean late people get a free pass. I mean, think about it. If you have a friend who is always late in your social and or professional life, what makes you think they'll all of a sudden be punctual when it comes to a vacation? If anything, a vacation is a tardy person's right to be completely inconsiderate of others' time because vacations are meant to be driven by no daily calendar whatsoever, in theory. However, I don't believe a late person should be allowed any wiggle room for their bad habits, even on a little rest and relaxation. Take Stacy and Jennifer who are best friends in and out of the office. Stacy wrote me about a girl's weekend away to South Beach, which took a sharp detour into the Atlantic. Now, Stacy was well aware of Jennifer's inability to be on time for anything. Happy hours? Late. Holiday parties? Late. Even going to lunch, when they agreed to leave the office at 12 o'clock, she's still late. So on paper... How could Stacy be surprised that Jennifer would be late for their flight and late for the two dinner reservations at a very posh hangout Stacy reserved four weeks in advance? I mean, sure, Jennifer is rude by always making people wait for her. But Stacy knew this. 
you can pick a vacation partner who works on their own clock. A proper vacation companion has everyone's feelings in mind. Like I said, even though vacations are a chance to unwind and let time fly, that doesn't mean you should tolerate people who won't consider it or appreciate the effort that goes into making plans and spending time together. If you're going to take a constantly late person with you on vacation, be diligent with your rules about set plans, but also compromise where you can. Settle for them meeting you at the pool if they want to sleep in, but don't let them pull the whole hour in the shower routine if you have to leave in 30 minutes. Tip number two, the person who has his or her own agenda. When you visit a state as big and diverse as Texas, there are a million different trips you can take. Let's say you've got an appetite for whitewater kayaking. You can get your own. So this is why they call it Devil's River. Trip to Texas. Or maybe you have an actual appetite. I'll take a pound of brisket, six ribs, uh, three links of sausage, and a, a piece of pecan pie. Trip to Texas. Go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What makes a carnival cruise fun? That's up to you. Maybe it's a ride on boat, or a roller coaster at sea, or a deep tissue massage at the spa, Creole-inspired cuisine at Emerald's Bistro, to laid-back bites at Guy's Burger Joint, excursions that take you from jungle adventures to beach days at Mahogany Bay, and sunsets from the top deck. Long story short, no one does fun like Carnival. Carnival, choose fun. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Have you ever traveled with someone who can't quite grasp the concept of what it means to vacation with someone. I mean, the vacation part they got, but not the with part. For example, Maya asked her best friend Deb to come with her to a spa weekend in upstate New York for some pampering and outdoor activities. Despite knowing each other for several months through work and socializing outside of the office, they've never gone away on a friend trip. Needless to say, traveling together is a huge step in a relationship. So, when Maya and Deb arrived, Maya was excited to show Deb the resort and review the activities in mind. Deb, however, had other plans, all of which did not involve Maya. Sure, she liked the pedicure idea, but Deb also preferred to go hiking, alone. And when Maya asked Deb if she wanted to go ride into town to go shopping, Deb said she was going to rent a kayak for the day. With this trip only being a weekend away, Deb was already booked up, and Maya was left out. This is an example of someone who is a lousy travel companion. Should Deb be allowed to do what she likes? Of course. But if Maya wanted some me time to herself, she wouldn't have invited Deb in the first place. She invited Deb to be a travel companion, not just someone to split the hotel room with. Had Deb been a proper friend, she would have said, I'd love to go into town today, but can we also have time to go kayaking? Then, even if she didn't really want to go kayaking, they each could have done something they wanted to do, and most importantly, they would have been together. But she didn't. Instead, she shut the door on any time together. Maya could have also said something like, 
You should have mentioned you wanted to go hiking. I would have totally joined in. Here, you aren't throwing guilt in their face, per se. Rather, planting a seed of guilt in their mind. Is this rude? No, not at all, because you're subtly telling them it's rude to ditch your friends on a friend vacation without having to say it up front. Tip number three. The person who you want to date. Is there nothing more awkward than inviting someone for a weekend getaway who you're into, particularly if they're not into you, too? First, let me say that a majority of the blame for this romantic conundrum goes squarely on the shoulders of the person who has asked for that vacation. I mean, let's be honest. If someone who you have been on a date with and already asks you to go away with them, it's clearly an invitation to turn up the heat in the relationship. You can't play coy or naive about it either. Man or woman, whoever offers up a weekend away is hoping for romance, period. As well, if you say yes, they are totally in the right to assume that's what you're thinking as well. After all, when the bachelor or bachelorette asks one of their lovely companions to go to the fantasy suite, they're not looking to play Xbox. They, as was the case with Nate asking Corey to go to Parents' Beach House for the weekend, are expecting there to be fireworks. As I was saying, Nick and Corey had been friends for some time now. Not buddy-buddy kind of friends who only see each other at random parties, but special kind of friends who have been on actual dates. They were set up through mutual friends. One important note is that they have not hooked up yet, that is. Nick was being a gentleman and wanted to respect her space, but figured four dates, and what he thought was a clear connection between them, that asking her to go away would be an ideal time to kick things up a little bit. Turns out, when Nick tried to lean in for a kiss, Corey backed off like he had the plague, and a weekend of awkwardness ensued. For this, even though I say that the ASCII should be to blame, I think at this level of a relationship, it's clear what the motives are and should be addressed head on. Don't just say, we are going to hook up, right? I mean, that's a little forward, right? Instead, try, I'm looking forward to finally spending time together. You know, alone time with you. After all, alone time means, well, alone time. If you don't know what that means, you are not ready to date. As well, if someone doesn't react too well to that statement, then I highly recommend not pursuing it and not asking them to go away with you. In fact, don't even test it. Instead, take a friend with you and vent about how miserable your dating life is at the moment. Maybe they can be your weekend wing man or wing woman. Yup, I cover that topic as well. Alright folks, come on, I want to hear your stories. Hear about your disaster vacation companions. Drop me a line, manners at quickanddirtytips.com and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide Tips for a More Polite Life. And for all those vacations, kick back with a nice book. Mine, for example. Check it out. Reply all and other ways to tank your career. For great tips and advice on job success, it's available now. And big old thanks to Amazon.com. Get over there, folks. It's one click away and delivers right to your door. Thanks so much again and take care. When you visit a state as big and diverse as Texas, there are a million different trips you can take. Let's say you've got an appetite for whitewater kayaking. 
you can get your own. So this is why they call it Devil's River. Trip to Texas. Or maybe you have an actual appetite. I'll take a pound of brisket, six ribs, uh, three links of sausage, and a, a piece of pecan pie. Trip to Texas. Go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 